Modern Mystic Shop has just turned three, and over the three years we've been in business, we've been able to work with people in person to help find the exact right tools for transformation and healing that they're looking for. But now that our virtual community has expanded through this podcast, we've lost the ability to consult one-on-one. That's why we've created a really fun quiz at modernmysticshop.com. It's just a few funny questions like picking your favorite Beyonce quote to help guide you to a collection of tools and products that can help you the most right now. So head over to modernmysticshop.com and take the quiz at the top of the website and find the personal solutions for wherever you are at life at this moment. When you find what you need, use code PODCAST to get 10% off your order. And as always, subscribe, rate, review, and share our podcast with the modern mystics in your life. Uh, My name is Shannon Gomez, and I'm the creator of Rebel Deck. It's a very funny and in-your-face type of deck. It's basically like your best friend roasting you because we all need that voice sometimes. And I reached out to Kelly a little while ago, the owner of Modern Mystic, and had said, you know, I think I would like to do something here. My son is obsessed with whale sharks, and this is the only place to see a whale shark. So I created this kind of win-win situation, and I have been eating all the mac and cheese, and I have been eating all the fried chicken, and I'm like super like sassy and like super happy about that. So I come from Arizona, and we don't have any like amazing delicious food like here. We got, we got a shit ton of tacos, but like mac and cheese, um, welcome. We don't, we don't really, that's not our thing. So to give you a little bit of a background of myself, um, I have a master's in Chinese medicine. I've been an intuitive reader for 11 years, about as long as I've been doing Chinese medicine. And so I've been studying the body and how the body talks to us. We have a tendency to only listen to the body when we're sick or we're really tired, or we're run down, then we're like, oh, okay, body, I'm going to listen to you. Well, I think it's time for us to flip the switch and to start an active dialogue with our body before we get sick, before we make mistakes, before we're pissed at our body and our surroundings. We need to kind of learn learn to tune in. And so that's what I want to do here today. I want this workshop to be about you. I want this workshop to be about creating some spiritual independence. Yes, I created a deck, and yes, I think crystals are awesome and pendulums and all those things are great, but when it comes down to it, you know yourself the best, and I don't want you to be depending on anyone else's insight whenever you have the best tool here. You just have to learn how to use it. And so that's what we're going to start here today. These are for you to get insight into yourself, not necessarily to read for other people. There's a lot of, I'm going to do a little sidebar here. There's a lot of people that, especially in the spiritual community, will come up and say, I got to tell you something. You just have to know this. And it's like, I do? Like, how, what happened? Like, why do I have to hear what you have to say, you know? And I think it's time to kind of get a little sovereignty and realize that we have everything. So this is a 101 on how to communicate with ourself. So um, to kind of give you a little bit about the Rebel Deck, because it does pertain to what we're doing today. Welcome. Um, I have three children. 
I have a nine-year-old, a six-year-old, and a four-year-old. And my, when my four-year-old was born, I was kind of going down this postpartum spiral. And I woke up at 4.30 in the morning, and I was just in the shits. And so I texted my friend. She was an overnight nurse. She texted me the screenshot of an Oracle deck, and it had angels and rainbows and unicorns and cherubs and this like rainbow mist and all this stuff and it said you're on your path or whatever and I was like fuck that card like that's not my card like I I don't mm -mm." so then I went back to sleep at like well I tried to go back to sleep and my intuition had just totally kind of like woke me up out of like my like this like almost slumber and said just stop fucking whining like, get over yourself. You can do this. And, of course, I'm, like, talking back to my intuition going, like, that's rude. And um, I don't need to hear that. And my intuition was, like, yes, you do. And I was, like, well, then why didn't you give me that card? Why did you send me this completely crazy little rainbow card? And the, my intuition said those cards don't exist. And if you want to make them, go ahead and make them. We'll help you. And, of course, I had no background in any of that. I was been, you know, using needles to move excuse me, to move energy. I never thought about using cards or words to move energy that way. So I was like, game on. Okay, well, if you're going to help me, then I'll do this. And so um, I launched the first deck in 2017, which is the original. And this is the couples, which I launched about seven year, or seven months later. And then this is the game, which is like a uh, hybrid oracle um, deck plus game that you can play in a group with your friends. And so I've launched three decks in two years, all with the help and feedback from my intuition. And so that's why, and I'm, I'm having like the best time. So I'm coming to you from like personal experience that it's not always perfect. It doesn't always work out, but it's so great to have a developed intuition on your side to help you with major um, detours and things that can happen and also to kind of help propel you to not have to go through so many lessons. We're all going to go through our shit, but this is a way to help you not have to go through so much stuff. So um, you guys all have handouts and you guys can write some notes if you want on one side and on the other side is an outline of a body and we will definitely get to that. So just kind of know that that's there. And um, I wanna, I'm gonna ask you, why should we even pay attention to our intuition? I know I already kind of covered it um, about being kind of spiritually independent, um, having, being able to depend on yourself and your own insights, but also everyone has a gut. You know, when you talk to people like, well, I don't really hear my messages, well, I don't really, why, I need to talk to my guides more. Well, your intuition is built into you, whether it's, um, from survival, whether it's something more mystical, it doesn't really matter. Everyone has a gut. And I can guarantee everyone can look back on their life and say, well, this is what my gut was saying. You either listened to it or you didn't, but at least you had that sensation. Um, it's also never wrong. We might misinterpret it or we might have a lot of shit piled on top so that we can't really interpret the message correctly. But there's always a seed of truth in our intuition. And it's also unique to us. It's our own thing. You know, um, you can have a deck or something else that a, a lot of people have used, but only you have your intuition for yourself and its unique way of communicating. The other thing is that it saves, saves lives. 
Um, I have one particular situation where I was about to get into a car. I was um, working abroad, and I was about to get into a car, and something told me, do not get into that car. And, of course, I didn't listen because we never listened the first time. And so I'm about to step into that car, and then I get this rush of this energy to pull me back. And I was like, okay, I, I know that that could have been a really, really poor situation. And so I listened to that. Um, the other day, I was at a stop sign or a stoplight, and I decided to kind of, like, focus on this little dog that was at the corner. And... I don't know why, but it was just like, you know, I heard the message, just kind of like spend some time with that dog, looking at this dog. And I had my whole family with me. I was driving my mom minivan and I waited one second, two seconds, and then someone raced through the intersection. And at about 60 miles an hour, we, we would have been gone. So developing your intuition isn't just like a woo-woo thing. It can really save your life. Does anyone have a situation that they've had that they felt like their intuition really saved them? Yes. No, yeah. Um, for those who couldn't hear, this gentleman was talking about how he diverted being part of 9-11 um, because of circumstances and not pushing the envelope, not forcing himself to go too fast, just kind of being in the flow. And that's very much an intuitive um, power to kind of just appreciate and be present, even if it makes us a little bit late. I've heard many stories about that. I have a personal friend who had something very similar happen, and she lost a lot of friends during that. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So it is, yes, it is somewhat woo-woo, but it's also very, very serious. And on a side note, we have a little one here. Those who have children or nieces or nephews or small ones that are close to us, I think it's important that we instill that they listen to that intuitive voice and kind of cultivate that so that they're not afraid to talk about it whenever things come up so that they don't feel crazy. So I think that's, that's something that we can, a gift that we can give people who are starting on their spiritual path. So is there anyone that's afraid of their intuition? Anyone that's nervous that they're going to like bring in like dark forces or that they're afraid they're going to hear scary things. Anyone have that? I've seen a couple people nodding their heads. Right. Mm -hmm. we, we had someone saying that their risk of misinterpretation, that it's going to be wrong. Um, anyone else have a similar fear? I know I do. I'm always like, is this real? Is this true? Should I move forward? And we can talk about that later, but that's, that's very real. And I kind of want to give a voice to those fears so that we can give our brain something to do while we do the deeper work. We don't have to worry about all that stuff. And so I just want you to kind of throw a bone to your, your brain and say, show me all the ways that my intuition communicates with me. Because whenever we ask a question to our brain, it goes to search, it's a computer, it goes and looks for the answer. Whenever we say, oh my God, how could this happen again? Your brain goes, oh, let me show you all the ways that this shit can happen again to you. So while we're in this space, let's just, before we get into it, let's just tell your brain, okay, brain, if you're going to be here, cool, just show me all the ways, participate with me. Let's integrate. Show me all the ways my intuition can talk to me. Okay? So I'm good with people that are skeptical. I'm good with people that are practical. Cynics 
if you are here to disprove your own intuition, you're just wasting your precious time. Let's all just kind of take this journey together and just be open, um, be patient with yourself, have a lighthearted attitude. There's nothing, there's nothing's gonna crash right now. You know, nothing's gonna happen to us as we kind of dive into our intuition. So let's just have fun with it and let's, um, you know, support each other with any type of fear that others are feeling. And um, let's just know that we can be practical and spiritual, that we can be skeptical and mystical and everything in between. It's not just love and light here, it's all of it, right? Okay. We at Modern Mystic Shop know our crystals and we've just added a whole bunch more online at modernmysticshop.com. If you're a newbie to crystals, I recommend our pocket full collections. So we pick our favorite crystals to help with things like protection, luck, healing, and more. And then each kit comes with an insert that describes the property of every stone. These make extremely thoughtful holiday gifts, and they're just the perfect recommendation for people getting started. So head over to modernmysticshop.com, search Pocketful to see all of our collections, and use code PODCAST to get 10% off your order. And as always, subscribe, rate, review, and share our podcast with the modern mystics in your life. I would like you to take the note cards that you guys have, and I want you to pose a yes or no question, one that's lighthearted, one that's no risk. And I want you to, something that you've been wondering about, something you've wanted an answer for, insight. But it, I want it just to be like relaxed. Like it could be something very simple, like should I go to Trader Joe's after this? Just something, um, throw it out and then flip it over. And then on the second one, I want you to do, take a little risk. Do something a little bit, um, something that's been heavier on your mind that you don't really know if you want to know the answer, but you're going to just play along. And so pose that question, a yes or no question. There's a light question. Yep. Yeah. The people listening in the podcast, feel free to do this with us. And it is kind of important to write things down sometimes. We, I know we always have our phones with us, but sometimes it's good to physically write something out. Our brain registers it a little bit differently. So whenever you get blocked, remember you can always write with a writing utensil and a piece of paper. Um, use one card for lighthearted and then flip it over so you can't see it. And then one for uh, a heavier question and then flip it over. You can put one and two, one for the lightheartedness, two for the heavier question. While we're waiting for everyone to get finished, I'm going to pull a card for the people that are on the podcast. What does the universe want you guys to know while we're waiting? And all right, it's saying for the people on the podcast and anyone here, shit is going down with your job. Reevaluate, change, change your perspective, or fucking quit. So maybe your um, intuition is trying to get you to pay attention to your job and you that can be one of your questions all right so it looks like everyone is finished here so now we're going to do a meditation so i'd like everyone to um flip over the side with the the figure of the body on it and have that be on your lap all right so everyone just kind of get um 
Both feet on the ground if that's comfortable for your back. And we're going to do meditation. We're going to get into it now. And I asked my intuition before coming to see you guys what color would be the best to help you guys ground, and I got an aqua color. So we're going to be working with the color aqua. All right, so I would like you guys to breathe, close your eyes, and breathe in and out through your nose only, or your mouth only. And I would like you to focus on connecting the inhales and the exhales and have them be even. We do not want to hold the exhale or the inhale at any time. Want it nice and even. And at any time your brain starts to wander, always come back to your breath and focus on making sure that the inhale and the exhale are even. So I want you to imagine a liquid aqua smoke coming down from above you. It doesn't matter where this smoke comes from. It just is coming from a wonderful, peaceful place above you. It pours down from above, covering your entire head and saturating your brain. It flows all the way down your front body and your back body and your spine. It covers your internal organs, and it just knows how to flow all the way down to your legs and into the ground. Take a few breaths here, just enjoying this wonderful, calming, all-knowing aqua smoke. There's no way you can control it. It has a mind of its own, and it's going to all the right places. It's starting to even go outside of your body systems, about two to three inches. So you have this wonderful glow all around you. Now we're going to bring awareness to all of your body parts so that way your intuition can communicate as easily as possible depending on your own specific body. So bring awareness to your mind's eye or your third eye. Bring awareness to your right eye, left eye, nose, ears, mouth, sinuses, the neck, the tops of your shoulders, your left arm, your right arm. Bring awareness to your chest to your lungs, to your heart, 
awareness and openness to your stomach. The entire right side and the entire left side. Bring awareness to your belly button. Below the belly button, the reproductive organs. Awareness to your low back, your thighs. Open your knees, down your calves. Awareness to your ankles and openness at your feet. Open all of your chakras, the first at the base of the spine, the second chakra, the third, the fourth going up to your heart space, the fifth at your throat, the sixth, and finally the seventh chakra at your crown. Now your body is open for protected, safe, and accurate communication. Now you're going to ask your intuition, give me a signal or sensation for yes. Give me my feedback when the answer are is yes. What do you see in your mind's eye? What are you imagining? Don't question it. Just invite this image to come. Visualize. Use your imagination if you feel like you're not getting anything. And know that everything is correct. Is it a color? Is it a, just a sensation somewhere on or inside your body? Is it a symbol? Maybe it's something you've never seen before. Now I want you to open your eyes only halfway and take your pen or pencil and draw on the figure what your intuition showed you for yes. Where you were feeling the sensations, if there was a color or a texture, this is your feedback for yes. Keep focusing on your breath. Don't worry if what you're writing looks weird. It's just for you. This is how your intuition is communicating with you today, at this hour, at this time. Now we're going to close them again. And you're going to ask your body, 
your intuition to show you the answer for no? What is the feedback that your intuition gives you through your body when the answer is no? Is it a color? Is it a sensation? Is it inside your body? Outside your body? On top? It could be anywhere. And it's always right. Now that you have your no answer, open your eyes halfway and record on your sheet where on your body you feel a no sensation. And note the color. If there's a color, note the texture. Note how you feel when you feel that sensation. And anything else to help you go back to this place and remind yourself when your intuition said no. We're going to do one more question, so close your eyes again. And now you're going to invite your intuition to give you the feedback whenever the response is more time needed or more information needed or wait. Could be all of those three things. Give your intuition some flexibility. Maybe it's not yes or no. Maybe it's more information or more time is needed. So how is your intuition communicating that to you? Where do you feel it in your body? Color, symbol, sensation, your feet, top of the head, Give your intuition the freedom to communicate however it wants to communicate. Now when you have that, go ahead and open your eyes halfway and record it on your sheet. When you're done, you can open your eyes and give your intuition a little, a little prayer of thank you, a little gratitude for um, playing with us like this today. Go ahead, just kind of come back into your body. Kind of wiggle around, take some deeper breaths. And as we're kind of coming back in, I'll share a little bit about how my intuition communicates with me. And it feels kind of strange. It feels like I'm giving you guys like the, my bank account password because <laughs> I don't you know, tell people this hardly ever. 
But um, one way my communication or my intuition will talk to me is if someone's saying something to me and I know that they're basically full of shit, my toes will curl. And it's like this involuntary, almost like a spasm, like my toes curl down the ground. And I'm like, okay, I need to pay attention to that. Something's not going, something's not, something's going on where I really just let it pass over me, whatever they're saying. Another um, sensation that I get is a feeling of uh, I'm going to vomit. Um, I get um, a, like a collection of buzzing in my solar plexus. <clears throat> and then if I don't move forward with that, I start to feel the energy come up, come up, come up. And I feel like, okay, I don't feel sick, but I feel like I could throw up. And that's my body's way of saying, okay, move forward. Even though you don't want to, continue to move forward. And also, I will get um, like a rush of chills. And so sometimes I'll play with my intuition. I want to eat, you know, some peanut butter cups or something. And I'll say, okay, give me, this isn't my highest good, right? And I'll wait for the, I'll wait for the chill, and I don't get the chill. And I'm like, oh, man, well, I might eat it anyway. <laughs> or when I get that chill, if I'm looking at a pair of pants I really want or something, I get that chill, I'm like, yes. So I will play with it like that. Um, so would anybody like to share what their, how their intuition communicated with them? Thank you. For the people on the podcast, some of her signals are, um, getting her head jerked back for weight, um, having electrical shock in her heart space and having a gnawing feeling in her solar plexus. Who else would like to share? So for those who couldn't hear, she gets an achiness in her elbows for a pause. She also um, has a slap on her spine whenever it's a more like prominent no. She'll get a tickle on her cheek when it's a yes. And then a gentle no is kind of a hold back on the shoulder, correct? Anyone else? Yeah, that's, um, so we had a, like some heaviness, some tingling also. So these are some, so if you feel like your intuition just like ignoring you, these are some ways that um, from other people that you can say, well, this seems like um, an easy way to, for you to communicate with me intuition. So let's try these ways. So I'd like to practice with a few easy questions first. So it's always kind of good to to. Um, pose a question, is this in my highest good or in the highest good for all? It kind of just elevates everything before you ask a question. And then I'm going to just, we're going to do just a raise of hands, okay? So, and I also feel like it's good to set a time frame to try to be as specific as you can with your intuition um, within the next hour, within the next month. <clears throat> Open-ended questions are hard to get feedback because there's too many variables. So the more we can um, give some parameters and boundaries, the easier it is to get feedback. So, <clears throat> show of hands, is it my highest good for me to go out to eat tonight? What does your intuition tell you? Just boom, like that. So everyone that got a yes, that it was in their highest good to go out to eat tonight, raise your hands. Three people. Okay. So all those for no, raise your hands. All right, everyone should be eating some homemade food at night. And then the people that more information was needed, raise your hand. 
All right, so it's like, is someone gonna call? Um, you know, maybe depends on the rest of the day, how it goes. You know, if a new restaurant, you find out about a new restaurant. Okay, so again, is it in my highest good to take a vacation within the next two months? Boom, what's your intuition say? Give me a yes. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, in the back, nine, okay. For all those who said no, their intuition was like, uh-uh, you staying here? Raise your hands. Okay, I see some sad faces. <laughs> like, damn it. Um, and then people, more information was needed. Raise your hands. Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, so last question. Is it in my highest good to do a self-development course within the next two months? Boom. What does your intuition say? Everyone whose intuition said yes, raise your hand. Okay. <laughs> this intuition's like, you better go. <laughs> okay. Everyone that said no, raise your hands. One, two. Okay. And everyone that said, the intuition said more time was needed, more information was needed. Okay. I think this is an important question because a lot of times we blindly just go on to the next thing, the next thing. Oh, this sounds good. Um, I should read this book. I should just do this. My friend is doing this. And we don't check in with ourselves. It has nothing to do with the practitioner. It's nothing to do with the book itself. It has everything to do with, is this what I need for me at this time? And sometimes we inundate ourselves with so much information that we don't have a chance to actually work on the stuff that we've already done and we've already we already have within us. And sometimes, you know, a reader will come in or a healer will come in and people say, oh, you got you to check this person out. You have to. And you don't even check in with yourself. You just say, okay, yeah. And then you just are open to things that maybe aren't in your highest good. So as you move forward and, you know, after this workshop, I would invite you guys to always check in with yourself whenever you're about to meet a new healer or a um, take a new course in anything um, and just really check in just because everyone says it's great doesn't mean that's the best and highest for you um, so now we are going to take a deep breath and then I want you guys to flip over your light question and you can write down what your intuition says yes no more time needed Don't be afraid, no one's, well, I'm watching you, but no one else is watching you. All right, anyone like to share what their easy question was and what their intuition said? Perfect. Okay, so someone was talking about a, about a trip, if it was going to go well, and her symbol for yes, and that came through, so she wrote it down. Um, I'm going to give a, like a disclaimer for intuition is that people put a lot of pressure on intuition and feedback. And they think, for example, if you were to go on your trip tomorrow and all of a sudden you have a flat tire or you something goes on and you're like, fuck my intuition, it was wrong. That's not the way to approach feedback like this because there is so much more that we don't see. So a flat tire could actually be protecting you from an accident or... Um, a wrong turn somewhere. So 
it might not always go how we want it to go, but it doesn't mean that we stop listening to it, and it doesn't mean that our intuition was wrong. We just, that's where that practice comes in. That's where that lighthearted comes in. That's where that faith comes in to work and practice with something different and new. Okay, who else would like to share their easy question and what their intuition got? Anyone? Okay, we're going to go to the heavy question. Go ahead, flip it over, and then what did your intuition say as you look at it? Yes, no, more time. Okay, anyone like to share their heavier question? Anyone brave enough? Yes, please. So this um, feedback was to was a yes to always check in with a higher source, even something small like crystals with one, one source, one higher source. And so that was her feedback for her heavier question. Anyone else have a heavier question that they're willing to share? Okay, so when your intuition first says no, that's usually where you go first. And then if it's kind of like eh, then I would say, ask for more information, give it, give it some space. Because kind of with your intuition, it's either like a hell yes. So that's a good question. Whenever you have an in intuitive hit, but it's not quite like, I don't really know, I like to ask just for more signs. Um, something that is um, undeniable, you know, and, and we also have to be open to those signs. It can't be like, I gotta see a feather. I have to see that feather. If I don't see a feather, that's not going. Like, we, we're really tough on our intuition. We're tough on ourselves, and we're tough on our intuition. So have some flexibility that you will know what that sign is when you see it, but don't make it be a specific sign. Oh, that's like every day. <laughs> uh, the question was between intuition and paranoia. Um, paranoia comes from a fear place, where intuition comes from um, an insightful place. Your, your intuition wants to protect you. It doesn't want to scare you. Your intuition isn't going to tell you what a piece of shit you are and that you're going to fail and that it's not going to work. Paranoia will do that to you, you know, as long as you let it. So when I'm trying to discern between protection and paranoia, paranoia always starts with fear. A uh, protective, intuitive voice is always neutral and like, watch out for this. Does anyone else have any tips on how they work between like that feeling of fear and paranoia and what intuition is? Um, the other thing too is that paranoia doesn't seem to leave where your intuition will come and whisper and then it just kind of goes back into the background. It won't continue the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah, she brings up a really good point of releasing when there's paranoia um, that you need to um, release that energy. Taking a walk, movement, using your body, that same tool that gave you the feedback, also use it to move through any type of residual energy that might be blocking it. Yeah, excellent points. Um, paranoia can feel like a trapped, like a closing in, like a hopelessness, where an intuitive protection message would feel like there's hope and there are options. So, yes, yeah, they'll definitely be good to kind of spend more time with that and tease it out and kind of get that, those subtle differences so that way you're like, oh, yeah, I know what this is. 
Are there any more questions as we close? Oh, yes, go ahead. Yeah, so I, I feel like it's kind of, I think it's good to give voices to both of those things. So if you're starting to kind of go on a fantasy, follow where that fantasy is because a lot of times those things don't shut up either. And when we try to deny it, it just keeps coming back and then it gets intermingled in with our intuitive voice. So follow that fantasy. Say, I see you, I hear you, let me write it down. Everything you gotta say, say it. And then kind of go back to your intuition and say, okay, what do you feel about this? Because both things can live happily together. It is when they get, you know, intermingled. And that's usually because this part doesn't have a voice, isn't being heard. Yes, one more question. I would say it's a, it's a kind of a feminine secret power that is more um, accepted. And, and women, just by our, by our makeup, um, have the ability to listen easier because we have that feminine energy, which is a receptive energy, where men, um, typically speaking, are more um, outgoing. That energy is going outward. So I would say there is... Um, more predisposed to listen to our intuition and women also are in more unsafe situations and so we have to kind of really pay attention to that also you know a man can walk down the street and not have to worry about it where a woman she's walking to her car you can better believe she's going to be checking in looking at everything so I believe that women unfortunately have had to practice it more so it is more developed but men I mean if you get a man that's ready to listen and open, I hear tons and tons of story with men who have very developed intuitions. It is not gender, it's, it doesn't have anything to do with the gender itself. It just has to do with who's listening as opposed to who is uh, denying it. So thank you guys so much for coming. This has been a wonderful experience. If you're interested in Rebel Deck, go on rebeldeck.com. I'm on social media. You can always email me at um, hey at rebeldeck.com if you guys have any other follow-up questions. Or you know, down the road, you're like, oh, I just got this really cool signal from my intuition. I want to hear all about it. Thank you guys so much for coming, and have a wonderful rest of your day. This episode was produced by Kirsten Hedges and produced and edited by Georgie Harris. For more information, visit us at modernmysticshop.com and click on Sunday School.